Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz. It's not our normal Wednesday, but we couldn't wait to break down the newest Genie updates for you. So enjoy our bonus episode, and if you found it helped your family understand how you better plan your vacation, help us by sharing this episode in your favorite Disney planning group. I'm welcoming in our Disney master, Sandy. Sandy, how are you today on this glorious bonus episode that we're offering to our listeners? I am doing okay. I'll be honest with you. It is snowing here in New Jersey and dark and dreary, which kind of fits my mood as we were rapidly working last night with (laughs) guests to change their plans because we got notification of a genie update last night that went into effect today. Well, you've got snow, I've got rain, both in New Jersey, but we're together virtually to bring us uh, some new information about Genie. So this is our third Genie episode. Obviously, as this stuff first came out, we tried to get as much information to our our listening group as possible. So why did you think it was important? Because you reached out to me and said, we need to do another one based on information you had. Why do you think we should be back here to give some more information on Genie for the third time? It's overwhelming to people conceptually, and I want to take that stress out of vacation. It's evolved. We've learned tips and tricks. We've learned the exceptions. We've got changes to share. And I thought, you know what? Let's break it down real quick for people, because I think when you hear it and you kind of go through it, I'm going to give you all the pitfalls, all the questions that were asked over and over and all the answers, and hopefully we're going to take some of the stress out for you so that your vacation becomes more magical. Well, and I think that as you guys are listening to this particular episode, I do want to frame it in that way that Sandy just mentioned. This is not going to be an episode where we're going to sit here and and give you all rainbows and gumdrops. We're going to share with you certain things that are, are stressful to a normal visitor in the hopes that we can prevent that experience from happening for you. Would you say that that's fair? That's part of part of what we're trying to accomplish today. It is definitely fair. And I will say, and I've said this to anybody that asks me, Disney, even pre-Genie, is not a vacation at the beach. You can't reserve your beach house, grab your chairs, and plop down in the sand with the book or your headphones and have a great week. Disney is a great vacation, but you have to go into it with planning, especially if you're a first-timer. If you're not a first-timer, You may argue with me that you don't need to plan. I'll argue with you that you've planned it in your head, even though you haven't done it on paper, because you've gone enough to know a lot of the basics. Well, I am certainly not a first timer. And I will tell you right now that the trip that I'm taking at the end of March is something that I feel that I absolutely need to prepare for. And I think Jeannie is a big reason why I feel like I have to prepare for it. We've done other shows to kind of break down this entire process, this this feature within the app. So for those folks that didn't catch those shows or anybody that hasn't committed it to memory, hasn't been there to actively use it, give us the basics for anybody that is unfamiliar with Jeannie so that we can have a common jumping off point as we go forward today. You bet. And so it's got three parts to it, which is the first thing that overwhelms a lot of people because you don't know what they're calling it. Genie is the new helpful part of the app. Genie Plus, think of it as the replacement for FastPass. FastPass is retired. It's never coming back. It's been replaced with Genie Plus, which is similar in concept, except it's $15 plus tax per person per day. And that is at Walt Disney World 
and Disneyland. Okay. And then the third part is individual select attractions. Instead of a whole list of things that you get for $15, and I'll use the word get very loosely, have the opportunity to make a reservation for. <laughs> right. The individual select attractions, you pay a fee for a specific ride. You are given a one-hour window with a guarantee of that ride. And those concepts of Genie Plus and the individual select attraction are identical at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. The concept of how to use it, the same both coasts. Some of the details we're going to go into as far as what ride should I select first each day is going to vary by coast. And for today, we're really going to focus on what do I do in Walt Disney World. Okay, so Walt Disney World, you had mentioned at the beginning of the show that the part of the reason that we're having this bonus episode today is that things have changed within Genie. What's changed, right? What is important for us to know that is that is changing the way that some of us already have used this app or those of us that have not used it yet at all? What do we need to know that's changed from any kind of research that we've already done that is now not necessarily up to date? That's a great question. So when they launched Genie, they said that these rides will be included for the $15, a whole bunch of rides in each park. And then each park, we'll have two of those individual select attractions. And they made an announcement yesterday that, as I said, starting today, all the way through August 7th, three parks will only have one individual select attraction, which I think is great news. The three rides that if you went yesterday, you would have either gotten on the standby line or paid the individual price are now moved into Genie Plus. So Space Mountain in Magic Kingdom, Frozen Ever After in Epcot, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Disney's Hollywood Studios, instead of being an individual cost now, are rolled right into that Genie Plus selection option. And I do want to say, to kind of take a break for a second, if you don't want to spend the additional money you are still able to have the chance to ride every single ride. There is nothing that is only available by paying for Genie or Individual Select Attraction. What the Genie and the Individual Select Attraction is going to do is get you on that ride with a shorter wait time. And we know we all like shorter wait times, but sometimes we have to balance our budget. So know that if you don't pick this or you don't pick it for every day, you're not excluding yourself from anything. So just to give some folks some clarity that are listening to this today, as we're recording this Friday, February the 25th, this change has gone into effect. So if you're listening to it somewhere in that window, that's the change that we're talking about. It's important that we give dates specifically for this particular program because so much has changed. So I just want to get that any ambiguity out there. That's the date that we're talking about right now, February 25th, 2022. Okay. So give us some sort of facts that we can use to, to start our planning, right? If we're going to use this particular tool, what do we need to know going into it so that we can use it effectively? So the first thing I'll say is if you read about it and you found it complicated and overwhelming, it's not you, you're not alone. <laughs> I believe that this system, if you're not a Disney person and working with it all the time, is a lot for somebody to 
get their hands around and figure out all the ins and outs while you're on vacation. So listen, we'll get you through it, but it's not you. It is complicated. Okay. So the first thing to know is once you've made the decision to pay for either Genie Plus or the individual select attractions, you can make your first attraction selection at 7 a.m. each morning. And you can do that as long as you've paid for it, even if you're not in the park, even if you're not in the state yet. So if today is my travel day and I've got an 11 o'clock flight to Orlando, I still want to make my first selection at 7 a.m. And the reason is that every one of these selections you make is going to give you a one hour return window. And there's only a certain number of people that get that return window. And when the 11.05 to 12.05 return window hits capacity, which is different for every attraction based on how many people they can get to ride it in an hour, then the next people get an 11.10 to 12.10 window. So the windows go later and later until there's no space left for the day. So that's a big to know. If you purchase an individual attraction, you're guaranteed that attraction. If you purchase the Genie Plus, even though, for example, you're looking at the Magic Kingdom list, which has 15 rides, you're not guaranteed all 15 of those rides. So that's really important to understand. Okay, so you've got your first one. What's the process to get the second one? Timing, etc. What do we do? That's where the complication comes in. Of course it is. So I'm going to give you the general rule. All day long, every time you use your Genie Plus selection, you can get your next one. And if you happen to get a next one that's really far out in the day, they don't make you wait that long you can get another one after two hours. So you might be reading online about what's called stacking. Like I said, if I was still in New Jersey with an 11 a.m. flight, I'm gonna stack them and gather them all day long until I actually get in the park and start using them. Here's the little hitch of where it gets complicated. So use it or wait two hours and get another one. Okay. Except first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, you're going to get your first one at 7 a.m. And if you haven't used it yet and you're waiting for that, when can I get my second one? It's two hours after the park opens to the general public. So today, Magic Kingdom opened at 9 for the general public, 8.30 for people who are staying on site. So, Jeff, I know you're an on-site guest, and if you were still in New Jersey and you grabbed one at 7, or even you were in the park at 8.30, it's not two hours from the time you got in. It's two hours from official opening time. So you'd get your second one at 11 a.m. Okay, so let's let's break that down then. So let's give a hypothetical. If I'm doing Magic Kingdom, as you said, and I've booked Big Thunder Mountain for 4 o'clock in the afternoon... But I'm, you know what, Jeff? Can I interrupt your hypothetical? Sure. I'm going to give a realistic. I'm looking at my app literally as we speak. Even better. Go it ahead. is currently 11 a.m. Yes. And when I look at my app, I'm kind of picking between two rides. It's a small world which has a 35 minute standby line, 
or a 12-15 return, so I can return in an hour and a quarter, uh-huh. or Jungle Cruise, which has an 85-minute standby line, or I can return at 6.55. Okay. So 6.55 is almost eight hours away. Right. But I'm going to strategize for a minute. I'm going to go get online at Small World, and then I'm going to go next door to Pinocchio's and have my flatbread pizza that I love. Sure. And so by the time I ride Small World and have lunch, I'm going to be holding that 6.55 for Jungle Cruise, but it's going to be 1 o'clock. And so even though I haven't used Jungle Cruise yet, I'll be able to get my next Lightning Lane slash Genie Plus because I've waited the two hours. Got it. Okay. So that that does make sense. But the only real complication is after you you book your first one, it, it has to be two hours, but the park has to have been open for two hours in order for that to actually make sense. Am I Am I capturing that correctly? You are, but you're missing two key words. Okay. The park has to be open to the general public. Got it. So you got in as an on-site guest. That's not the two hour. That's not when the two hours starts. The two hours starts when they let the general public in. Okay. Now, when we had when you had first started talking about it, you had said you, you're given the opportunity for these individual select attractions, break that down. Cause can that disappear? Can that go away? Can they reach a capacity? How, do, how does that work? You bet. So let's keep going with that example for a minute. Right now, small world has a return time of 1215. Small world is going to be available for you to add to your genie plus probably till six, seven, eight o'clock tonight. But Jungle Cruise is already at 6.55. When they reach that very last hour of the day that they're open, just because there's 10,000 people who bought Genie Plus today who haven't selected Jungle Cruise, they don't add more spots. Got it. So one of the key things when working with Genie Plus is to understand what order you want to make your selections in. So again, if I'm looking at my app right now, and again, we said it is currently 11 o'clock. So here's how you can kind of get an idea what's going on there. If I wanted to get on Barnstormer, my return time is 55 minutes with Genie+. Plus. If I wanted to get on Big Thunder Mountain, it's three hours from now. If I want to get on Buzz Lightyear, it's 45 minutes from now. Dumbo is 40 minutes from now. Haunted Mansion, two and a quarter hours. Jungle Cruise, eight hours from now. (laughs) Um, Mad Tea Party, the teacups. Five minutes from now. Now, let, let this is the time to return. This is not the standby line. Correct. This is the current Genie Plus return time. Correct. So that's a, that's an important distinction, right? Because you you just said five minutes on on the Mad Teacups, right? But the reality is, you could walk. You might, that might be something you can just walk up to and walk on right now. So there is definite strategy that gets that gets put at play here. So that's a great point to make because I'm going to tell you that that's generally not the case unless you're using your pass 
for a show with a theater. Okay. The lightning lane is always going to save you time. And I read a lot of those times so that you can see you're not always going to have to wait six, seven hours and use that two hour return window. Right. There are some things with returns, five minutes, 20 minutes, all within the hour. The lightning lane is always going to save you time unless it's a theater because take Mad Tea Party. It's five minutes from now if you're on the lightning lane, but it's 20 minutes for the standby. So we typically say to clients, the lightning lane will save you anywhere from 10 minutes to three hours of waiting online per ride. Now, I do want to just confirm one other piece because we talked about the the price point at the beginning of the show if you're traveling with a group of four people and four people want to make the reservation using genie plus that's four times 15 correct correct that's about 63 dollars for your family for the day with tax okay just just to get that out in the open because i know we had mentioned it on other shows i wasn't sure if we were clear enough in the beginning so i just want people and to that's understand that for the genie plus correct the individual select attraction you purchase one ride you're guaranteed that one ride is six to fifteen dollars per person per ride and with the exception of rise of the resistance i can't tell you what it's going to cost because that price range disney sets the price every day per ride based on how popular the ride is and how crowded the park is going to be. Okay. So I can give you two things with that. I can tell you that since this came about almost five months ago, every single day, Rise of the Resistance is the only one that has been $15. And that goes for both coasts. And it is the only one that has sold out in minutes every day. So they're not lowering the price till it stops selling out. Right. So when you say sell out, that means that the end of purchasing the ability to to definitely ride that ride for the day sells out. Correct. There's a now capacity. that still leaves what we call the standby line. Correct. You can walk up and get in line, but and that you don't pay for on top of park admission. Right. But that guarantee is gone. Okay. The others vary. And one thing I'll tell you is if you're looking at one of the individual attractions and you want to try and spend as little as possible. We've seen that during the week, most of them are less expensive than on the weekend, which makes sense. We know the crowds are busier on the weekend. Sure. Now, I'm going to give one other clarification because I probably have some of your heads spinning with all the different words I'm using. <laughs> I keep talking about Genie Plus, and then I talk about an individual so select attraction, but then I talk about a lightning lane. So... You're all wondering where this lightning lane came to be. And yesterday's announcement is the perfect example. If you've been to Disney before, anywhere there was a fast pass sign now has a lightning lane sign. It's that simple. For those who haven't been before, when you get to an attraction, there are two entrances. That standby that we were talking about, every ride has that. Get there stand by for a select number of minutes and wait your turn or the lightning lane and you enter the lightning lane either by using genie plus or by purchasing an individual select attraction 
one ride will never be both in one day. But the reason that they have that generic term is for something like this, where they change what a ride is. It went from an individual attraction to being part of Genie Plus. I can tell you without a doubt that we're going to see a change to the individual select attraction come this summer in Epcot. Um, Guardians Galactic Rewind, they haven't announced it, but I'm telling you, it's definitely going to be an individual attraction. Same thing in Magic Kingdom when they opened Tron. A new attraction is exciting. It's not going to be part of the regular Genie Plus. It's going to be standby or if they opt for virtual queue and the individual. And they've really committed to no more than two individual attractions. So we know that they're not going to add lots of them. Okay, so that's good. Are there any other facts that you think are helpful or any other directions you want to steer somebody before uh, before we keep moving on? I think the biggest thing is to understand what's popular in Disney and what's not. Because as those examples that I gave you just said, how would you know which things are going to sell out? Right. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. The first is what I just did now. Every one of you sitting here listening to me, as long as you're not driving, can open (laughs) your app right now. You can select the My Genie Day and then click on the tips board. It'll automatically default to Magic Kingdom, but you'll see it says change parks. You can switch to any park you want. And at any point in live time, you can scroll down every attraction in the park, whether it has Genie Plus individual selection or not. Every attraction is listed and what the current wait time is, what the return time is for Genie. If it has the individual select attraction still available, what they're charging for it today and what the return time is. So looking at this to understand that I've never been able to figure this out for the life of me, except that it loads super slow. (laughs) Peter Pan, which is a very calm family ride, always, always, always has a long line. That's one that you want to pick early in the day if you're on Genie Plus. And knowing what sells out quickest is going to help you. So you can look in the app. The other thing I suggest, Jeff, we did a series of what we called stroll through the park episodes. We did a stroll through Magic Kingdom, a stroll through Hollywood Studios. And in each of those episodes, we started with where do we want to run to first before a line forms and what is the most popular? If you listen to those episodes and I'll put links in the show notes you'll know what the most popular is in those parks and look at getting those early in the day for Genie Plus. Even if it looks like they've got a late in the evening return time, the return time is never going to get better. And that brings me to my last way to get it done. Work with a travel agent who knows what they're doing. Um, We do webinars on this for our clients. Um, Three times a month, we offer a webinar at a different day or time of the day so that we can go over how to use it effectively, what questions people have. And then we send with clients final documents, a sheet that gives them tips for each park, which attractions they want to do first. 
And, you know, I learn a lot when I do those webinars. I'm doing them to give information, but I love all the questions I get because they make me realize what other people are thinking. So yesterday, the question I got was, if I wait till later in the day, will the times get better? No, they don't. (laughs) If it's gone, it's gone unless another guest cancels it out. She said to me, you mean they don't add more all day long? I said, no, when it's gone, it's gone. So that brings me to the last point, which is if you make an Genie Plus reservation for something and then you decide, you know what? My family's done for the day. We're going back to the park. If you'd like to be a kind human, cancel your Genie Plus because that does leave it for somebody else to pick it up and get to do that ride. Otherwise, that slot goes unused all day. I think the the most important thing that you just said there is to work with a travel specialist, especially because the way that a Disney vacation operates right now, especially for folks that are not families or traveling parties that return to the parks every six months, every three months, some folks... This is the first trip they're taking as an entire family. Some people have not gone since this whole program has been rolled out. I have a friend that this is the first time they're taking their kid there, but neither one of them has been there since they were kids and they're now in their 40s. Working with a travel specialist just takes so much of the stress and anxiety out of what is supposed to be a magical experience. And so there's no possible way I can sell it hard enough to work with somebody that can give you the information you need so that when you're there, you enjoy yourself. And that to me is what is so special about what you do over at at Easy Disney Instant Impressions Travel Services because it's supposed to be a vacation, folks. So you you need to do a little bit of legwork on the front end to make sure when you're there, you're getting the best experience you can. And I appreciate that. And I hope to have the opportunity to work with a lot of listeners or to have you support other colleagues of mine at other agencies in the industry. But ultimately, I want everyone to love Disney as much as we do, which is why I take my time and give out all these tips on the podcast for people. Some of them are my clients that are listening. Some are people that I'll never meet. I'll never work with. I'll never get paid on your vacation. But I hope that you get to feel the Disney magic a little bit more because of listening to us. Anything else we didn't cover that you want to leave anyone with today? The only thing that we also get a lot of is questions how the genie is impacted by the DAS pass. And if you have the DAS, know that in general, you don't need to double up with the genie. But DAS is a unique scenario. And so shoot us an email, podcast at Let's Talk Diz, and I'd be happy to talk with you about it individually. And if you have no idea what that means, it doesn't apply to you. You really don't even have to be bothered with it, correct? It's that specific? That is correct. Well, Sandy, thank you for taking the time today. I'm really glad you brought it to my attention to say we need to to get something out there for our, our listening group here. Uh, I'm excited because, as I said, my trip is coming soon, and you are my source of all information Thank you for the bonus episode and, uh, you know, we'll catch up with you soon. 
Have a great week, Jeff. And that's a wrap for this bonus episode of Let's Talk Diz. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast and following us on Facebook, join us today. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Remember, they are commissioned by Disney, so they cost you nothing extra. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.